Yo, this is Prep from the Prone to Argue podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, by the pool in a remote location. Hopefully you are doing the same or get to do the same sometime soon. Um, but we're all on vacation right now. So we took obviously taking some time off from the podcast. But we wanted to leave you with something. So we have some behind the scenes talks that we just have um, when the microphones are just rolling. So hopefully you enjoy those. We got one coming uh, July 1st, one on the 8th. And then after the next week, we will be back. So uh, we'll see you then. Enjoy. I didn't know about it until the day common sense. Act <laughs> stupid with me. <laughs> Act like you ain't got no goddamn sense. Dumbass mother. The PTA Prona Argue Podcast. Alright, man. So look. We're here today and I I was very surprised when I put Makami into the group chat and nobody knew really knew who he was. Only one person. And he said he had never heard him before. So, um... Yeah, I, I, listen, I mean, I've heard of some of his music. This guy is—he came out either this—I think it was the same day as Cole did, or maybe the week after. I had been listening to Cole for like three weeks straight, and like nothing but Cole. And I've been listening to nothing but Makami recently. Um, let me just, let me just come on, man. Let me just let's play this. Uh huh. Bar after bar after Billy Z. bar. It goes crazy. Uh huh. They hate to see a dog ballin' like a mellow Sour armoretto, your heart made out of jello Pop-tarts and marshmallow Unlike the fashion rebels who blast the bomb skettle Real thugs who palmetto from head to palmetto Massing on the gas, my foot is on the pedal I'm never gonna settle Fuck me in your so-called ghetto You claim is all barrel But locked up in the bin, get the singing in falsetto Hitting the Prince notes, miss me. All right, listen. So we played mad at that. I didn't mean to play all that. But all right, Miss Johnson, you get home safe. Service was good. All right, see you next week. What the is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait. So was that on the track? No, no. <laughs> that was another clip that played. But um, yeah, listen. This Makami dude is going nuts. I'm like, yo, I'm pretty sure that Michael probably heard of him before. So um, yeah, you play the whole song? Huh? What happened? Gonna play the whole song? No, I'm gonna play in the background. There's one part I want Michael to hear. Cause and he, when he hears it, he'll know why I thought he knew who Makami was. Um but he's he's affiliated with like the Griselda camp. He was with yeah. him before. Um and something happened with him and West. They had like a little falling out of beef. And um, and here goes West here. Yo, West Side is like slowly getting into like that Cameron range for me, where he yes. do nothing wrong. Because <laughs> I fucking love West. Like, like he's just he's just that nigga, like dead ass what he is. But listen, if y'all if y'all know West Side, if y'all know the Griselda camp, um. You gotta go to this Makami dude. Like, he, lyrically, he's on another level. Um, he probably is gonna be one of the best lyricists of this this class. And I don't I don't say that mincing words because he's been out for a little while. Um, yeah, here's the part I wanted to hear. I want Squid to hear. West told me to rearrange the whole game. Fuck up they top five. Some Soul Train performers. Niggas is not live. 
rap snitch can this is telling the cops they status. Hey, you heard that? <laughs> That's why I thought you would have heard of him because he. I, I have, I have heard of him. I well, I mean, listen to him. Like he, so he. Yeah. For, for y'all that don't know, Rap Snitch Kanish is, is um, it's a MF Doom reference. That's um, a meme. I'm dead ass. That's a fucking meme now. Yeah. So nah, go. You should definitely go. You would love his music. Trust me. Like he's he's super dope. Nah, I, I forgot that it came out. Minor, you haven't listened to. Nah, I got. I haven't listened to anything recently. I got a few things on my list. Okay, I got to check out. I think um, but yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't checked out anything recently. I definitely gotta. Definitely gotta. Uh, okay, cool. I'm Gabby, definitely check out that dude, Macab. Yeah, that, I definitely heard some bars in there. I'm trying to hear that. Of uh, on what? Nah, the dude that you just that you just played the Macami. Oh, Macami. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So see. So that was interesting, right? Because when I was listening to this, you were actually one of the the the, the people that I thought about, right? And um, we, you know, we've spoken about like our pasts a little bit, and I feel like whenever it comes to anybody who's like of the quote unquote that life, the gangster life, drug dealer, whatever, right? I feel like you know a little bit about that life, and well, more than I would. And I feel like you've never been impressed with many of the rappers that that I guess rap about the the gangster lifestyle. Um, and I always wondered about that because I I feel like that's a thing. Like gang like gang, gangsters hate well they hated gangster rap, especially when it first came out. Like they thought it was super corny, they thought it was super whack, and they didn't really fuck with it like that. Um, so I guess I just wondered if like if if you have any insight to why that why that is and if you feel that way uh well first i want to say i don't know that gangsters hate gangster rap i remember when i was um when i was younger couple couple stories i'm gonna tell so i remember i was playing back in the day you know the bootleg guy used to come around my mm-hmm. crib all the time and i would get all my all my albums and my my mixtapes sorry guys i didn't i didn't buy your albums but yes. you know for all the young kids, there was yeah. a bootleg. A bootleg man is the person that came around with the, with all the CDs. Yeah. He had a case of CDs in his. Yeah, at the laundromat, you had the Chinese yeah. lady came in trying to mm-hmm. sell the shit. Mm-hmm. Gas um, station, you yeah, still got yeah. him at the gas station. Yeah, but I would um, you know, have all my albums. And I, I remember one time my older brother came in, who was definitely about that life, and I remember him asking me like, "Oh, th- is this who inspires you?" You know what I mean? Because I was younger at this point. I haven't really, I mean, I've done things, but I haven't done anything too crazy, you know? And he was uh-huh. like, oh, is this who this who inspires you? And I didn't really understand what he meant by that at the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one little story. Who was the this? And, uh, who was the person? Uh, I don't remember. It was a bunch. It was a, I don't know, just a shit ton of fucking probably gay stories. I, I, know, I know Diplomatic Community. That was one of them. I had Diplomatic mm-hmm. Community, uh, Volume 2. And a couple of and a couple of other joints, and he was like, "Oh, I'm probably like in seventh grade or something at the time." He's okay. like, "Oh, is this who inspires you?" And I never really said it wasn't until later on where I understood what he meant. And um, I remember Jeezy came out, and he had a couple songs that I fucked with, but for the most part, I did not understand what motherfuckers fuck with Jeezy. I'm like, Yo, really? Why yeah, like I mean, back yeah. then, that was like. There was a couple singles that he came out with that I really fucked with, but overall I just couldn't understand like why people fucked with Jeezy so hard. And I remember asking okay. my older brother, like I said, who was about that life, and he told me it's because people could relate to what he say. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm young, okay. young too. I don't know what time when Jeezy came out, but it was like when his first his debut album came out. You know, Snowman, I think it was called, right? Um, well, ice. What the fuck was this shit called? Snowman or Ice Cream Man? Snowman. Which, which his album? De- his debut album. No, that's uh, um, Thug Motivation One Thug Motivation, yeah. So, yeah. um, he was calling him. So he came out with something called Snowman prior to. Was it a mixtape? No, no he had a mixtape called Yeah Trap or Die, and it had the it, it uh, had the snowman. It had the snowman. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Like I was young, but um, I remember him telling me, "Oh, it's because like you know, real niggas they they could relate to him," and I was just like, "Oh, okay." But for me, it's not that I don't fuck with gangster rap. Was I do? I fuck with some gangster rap artists. It's just that certain artists I feel like say the same thing over and over and over again, just in different ways. You already know who I'm talking about. Pusha. I know. Pusha T. The one, and that's the yes. funny enough, that's the one we've compared you to. Yeah, like Pusha just says, talks about the same thing. He just finds clever ways to really say the same 16 bars. Well, if you put together a whole song, you know, but every verse is the same thing. So here's the thing, right? I figured it out, though. Oh. You figured what out? Wait, is, oh. Oh, the reason why like rappers do that is because it's just like in any like industry it's like that's just their niche no i'm not i'm not taking away from that i'm just saying that's when it bothers me is when i consistently hear the same thing like 50 writes gangster rap and i can't say that 50 puts out the same song every time but it's, it's different pusha puts out the same fucking song consistently he could write a whole album with the fucking same song on it he got I, different I, titles oh. Like different titles and different, you know, the lyrics are arranged differently, but he's saying the same thing throughout the entire album. So here's so here's the thing, right? I so I actually thought so first I thought of you and then I thought of all three of us. And I thought, damn, what kind of music do we listen to? Now Gary, Gary listens to just like I listen to like a whole bunch of music, he listened to a whole bunch of music. So there's not really like a niche. But two of Gary's favorite rappers of all time, if you know him, Wiz Khalifa, currency. And mm-hmm. guess who I think of when I think of those two? I think of him. Why? Because he's one of the cool. He's one of the cooler people that I know. Not in a sense of like, because I don't really look at people as like, oh, he's cool. Like he's, you know, what I'm saying. I look at people as cool as, you know, your adaptability to situations, how how respectable and respected you can be in any situation, and what you what you um attract, and. As I've said to Gary many times, he's a chameleon. Like he's able to be in multiple situations, right? And I also think he's able to be cool in all of those. Mm-hmm. Whenever I think of Wiz and Currency, I think of two people that could walk into anywhere. They don't need no jewels. They don't need no no fly name brand nothing. They could both have white tees and sweats on, and they will walk in and take all the attention because they because when Wiz walks in, it's like, yo, the coolest motherfucker just walked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so. just like and and people just people just know it. Like currency, the reason his fan base is so, and by the way, Mock Hami, he's he's one of those people that have a currency type fan base. Like he has like crazy rabid ass fans. Like they're really crazy. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, currency, he has that because people listen and it's like, bro, I feel like I'm the coolest nigga in the world when I listen to this shit. Like every time I listen to, every time I listen to currency, I like, yo man, I'm that nigga, bro. <laughs> That's how I feel when I listen to him. So um, I don't know, Gary. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like you listen to the type of music that that um, is that similar to your energy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
yeah, in a way, but I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's like, huh? Like I don't know. It's weird because like obviously there are certain artists that I do listen to that like I may not relate to them like a hundred percent, but I just feel I just feel their music. I feel where they're coming from. Um, or I like kind of like what they did on tracks, but um, but yeah, like I mean I don't know how to really describe myself. That's like never really thought about it like that. Like you know, that's all I feel. Like there's like no fucking box. Like you can't like right, especially when it comes musically. Like you cannot put when people find out anything that I'm into, they be like, really? This is like, do I look like a nigga that watch anime? No, I don't. But I fucking watch anime. Like, you know, <laughs> well, now like, well, I mean, now, now it's popular. One, it's yeah, pop- yeah, it's a popular like, thing now. Yeah, yeah, but y'all back was in on day, it before. Back it was in the popular. day, yeah, no anybody would assume that. Y'all are, the, no, y'all are the OG, y'all are the OG anime, anime but, niggas. But I'm just but saying, like, the thing, I, there were like, mad you, other niggas who grew up on Dragon Ball Z. Niggas grew up on anime. And, and just, niggas, yeah, niggas never anime. knew Dragon niggas Ball Z was the anime. Niggas denied that shit. Yeah. yeah. No, but I thought, I thought Dragon Ball Z was a Dragon cartoon. Like, yeah. I considered it like a regular cartoon. Like, I didn't consider it an anime. Like, like, it, like that's how I even got put on to even, like, because I remember, um, or I don't want to say nobody's name, but I just remember being on Jefferson and shit and watching, like, freaking the, the, um, the, the anime sub- dudes. No, nah, I'm saying shit. like a Dragon Ball Z movie, like the sub joints. Like I think it was the movie where the fusion movie when um, Goku and Vegeta fused for the first okay. time. Like, oh yeah. yeah, like they had like the bootleg freaking sub joint, uh, and that was like the first time I was actually time. watching anime in like you know Japanese or whatever. So I was like, I'm like, but I'm like, wait, niggas on Jefferson and like. You know, you know, niggas on Jefferson back in the day, like, yeah, you know, they, those they was wild. That was a quote unquote niggas. You would just spot out and be like, oh, nigga, you watch cartoons, nigga, you watch anime, nigga. Like, you wouldn't be talking to them like that. So, but it was just crazy that niggas was really into that shit. So when I say, Bro. first of all, don't take away my compliment from y'all. I said y'all the OG anime niggas. Don't try to give that sauce to everybody else. Oh, so where the applause so at? Where the applause at? Come on, son. Okay, yeah. listen, look, yeah, yes, yes. Y'all, y'all, y'all do deserve no, the applause. applause. I'm going to tell you, I'm not, the, I'm not the OG anime nigga. Now, nah, what I mean is this. Let's say if in 2000, let's say 2006, y'all was cool talking about anime in front of people. That Whereas probably, other people may yeah. have watched it, but um, they but they're like, eh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because niggas I, didn't I mean, know. Like, yes. I'm telling you, at two, 2006 is actually right around the time that I started watching it personally. Right. There was some older heads niggas that I used to work with and shit like that. Niggas who's like, you know, these niggas was gangster and shit. And at least one of them was. And he was like, oh, yo, you ever watch this shit? Niggas, I ain't talk to nobody. Nigga, I didn't even know how to talk back then. I was super <laughs> fucking quiet. And then he came to me and he was like, yo, they like, after working there for like a year and he finally came to me and asked me like, oh, first we started talking about music and shit. I remember, um, what the fuck just came out? Um, I think Black Republicans had just came out and we started talking about that. And um, then he finally started talking to me about anime and I'm like, okay, this nigga watch anime. Then maybe this shit kind of cool. So I, I kind of checked out a few of the ones that he told me about. But prior to that, middle school, high school, I was afraid to watch anime. Because wow. even though I did, I just didn't know. Like I watched Dragon Ball Z. I did, like I said, I didn't know it was anime. It was anime. But yeah, same, same. I didn't niggas, know it was an anime. Like, you like... know, you know personally, because you had niggas playing in your front yard on some anime shit, and them niggas. Oh me? Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> you had motherfuckers playing sword fights and shit and shooting energy blasts at each other in your front yard. Yo, and I'm like, yo, these anime Yo, yo, we, yo, we was, yo, we was them Knicks back in the day, son. Yeah. That's right. We was out here, but I didn't niggas, be that nigga. was go- niggas, niggas was trying to be Goku, man. Yeah. yeah, but but back to the back to the rap thing. So I guess what I what the way I look at it is actually, and this is all connected too, man. It's all connected. When someone goes through a certain lifestyle, if they hear you rapping about it, there's no there's no there's no being impressed because it's like I, okay, you, you know. Um, this is for my bodybuilding clients moving weight. Just add water, stir it like a shake. You hearing that, a push a T line, you hearing that might be like, might be like, I do that and I probably do it better than you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this. So I guess that's the idea that I get from people who listen to that when they go through that life. That's yeah. the impression I've got for some people who are not really into, you know, if they if they into that life, like into, yeah. into that life, the impression I get from them is. I mean, it's cool, but they're not impressed by it. Like, yeah, I, I think I, mean? I think it depends on like, because I'm not saying that those people don't exist. I just never experienced those people. And I actually, I could believe they exist, right? But I think it might be more so like, this nigga talking about some kingpin shit and he probably wasn't a kingpin. Like he's probably like, and I'm not talking about Pusha T, I'm just talking about whoever's mm-hmm. spitting those bars. I think, cause most drug dealers, is like making minimum wage, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. So, more, and for those drug dealers that's talking the real grimy, the real gritty shit, t- telling the truth about like, yeah, like I made this much money, like, or I did this and I did that, not out there talking like they like Pablo Escobar, mm-hmm. they might can relate to them better. You know what I'm saying? Because you got okay. some rappers who talk like they was on top. Right, right, right. And most rappers, whether that person's telling the truth or not, most drug dealers just aren't on top. Most of them are street right. level drug dealers, you know what I mean? They making a thousand max a week, you know what I mean? So they're not Squid, making, oh. wait, go ahead. No, I just want, I wanted to ask Squid, what, what's your opinion on it? Do you, um, now you, between you and, well actually, yeah, everybody here listens to a lot of music, but I know you and D minor go outside of the, the, I guess, quote unquote, typical genres a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Squid, I've been listening what is, to a lot of Celine Dion lately. That's a very that's a, that, de- that's, that's a, a that's dead ass not, truth. Listen, that's a bad that the Celine Dion, the Whitney Houston bag. Shit, Bam, man. Celine that, Dion that, got that, bops. those bags are crazy. But, Celine Dion got fucking bops. So then I would assume then that you're not really. Do you feel like you listen to music that relates to you more, or do you Absolutely. go outside of your box? No, nah, I I don't. I mean, I I listen to music that relates to me, but oh shit, my headphones are about to die. Oh, anywho, I feel like I listen to shit that relates to me, but um, like I be listening to a lot of Griselda. None of that shit relates to me. Yeah, same. Like, same. Of, like I, I listen to these niggas all the time. None of that ever relates to me. Like me, I mean. I mean, I'd be thumping fucking West Side while I'd be going to work. There is no reason for me to be doing that because I have never lived a quarter of what that <laughs> man has lived in his lifetime. But that shit, it's it's sad. In that like, in that, that same Ma Kami song, I, I I turned it low, but West West was just talking. He was like, "When was the last time you had sand on? When was the last time your feet had sand on them, nigga?" 
is y'all niggas fucking broke. <laughs> so let me ask you a question, Prep. Like, like oh. my bad. What do you like when you listen to music that you can't relate to, right? What do you get out of it? Uh well, this leads to a whole nother conversation that I wanted to have. Keep, but that yeah. oh, that why well, we could just go there. I it gives me the so there's an art and a science to everything. Mm-hmm. And I think when I hear music that doesn't relate to me, I, I'm understanding the science of it. And I like understanding the science of things. I mean, I'm into both art and science. There's some people that are into one over the other. And then there's some that, you know, that are into both. I feel like for the most part, all four of us tend to be into both. And we all love music, like love, like we have a connection with music and with specific artists. Um, so when I listen to, let's say, a Griselda, when I'm listening to it, I feel like I understand the science of their um, their lifestyle. Because uh-huh. the art of it, I mean, we've had, I mean, gangster rap and like ma- mafioso rap, drug dealer rap, whatever you want to call it, it's been around for a long time. But So at this point, I've listened to enough to understand the art of it. But the science of it, everybody has their own science. Um, and I actually, G5 and I spoke, there was a time I asked him like, yo, what is it with Griselda? Like, why do, why does everybody love them? But a whole bunch of other gangster rap artists that came before them, they, it feels like people didn't gravitate towards them. And I don't know if you remember what you said, Gary, but it was something along the lines of there's certain people that just know how to connect and they know how to get their lifestyle out to the people. And it was literally after that that I saw that West Side Gun was making rugs and and fucking socks and 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 it was something else he did that I had never seen done before. It was like he was making curtains or something. And I was just I was like, I was like, oh, okay, well, this explains everything. West Side Gun making like and them shit was fire. Like it, it wasn't no jokey joke, nothing. Like it was the designs was dope as hell. And if I could afford it, I would have bought it. But um I think they just like he knows how Westside just knows luxury. He knows that 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 gritty luxury very well. Um, but there's a science to that. There's a science to what they do. And it's not the same as maybe some other gangster rappers that they were just able to spit bars, but they didn't give us anything other than that. So I, I like getting the science from the things that I don't really understand. Yeah. For me. Like, not talking about specific artists, but, like, well, you already know I like to be able to pick things apart and and, and hear new things in your music. But I like to just, one, I like to learn shit. Yes. And I have to say, like, growing up, like, in middle middle school and, and early high school, I learned a shit ton of stuff from music that I probably should have known prior to, <laughs> prior mm. to, um hearing these songs you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. it just it just never came to me i just didn't really like obviously teachers wasn't teaching it but like i really didn't have anybody and i grew up with two parents in a household but i didn't have anybody telling me a lot of the things that i was getting from the music that i probably should have been getting from a person you know and i just i just learned a lot of stuff like that so i like to be able to learn about cultures, about and like I said, things like that, just about life in general, but about cultures, about what it is. Um, like you said with Griselda, like I don't know, I would like to have heard in a song, like, oh, Griselda fucking makes like the people in Griselda's fucking making rugs and shit like that. I've been fired to learn some shit about that in a song because it's like, oh, 
well, growing up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, shit, like, so just because I'm black and I'm from here and I grew up like this don't mean that I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because imagine, imagine a little kid here and like, oh, this fucking hood ass nigga making rugs? Imagine <laughs> that shit, you know? But um, I'm waiting for the Griselda sneaker to come out because that shit. L- listen, I'm getting this. I'm getting them whenever it comes out. And the other thing too is I just like with music in general. I just like to hear what people do with they with their art. Like so, whatever I'm listening to, if I'm listening to some hot pop artists, or I'm listening to some rock artists, something like I really. And that's one thing too that I, I I'm love I love seeing this shit. I don't know about you guys, but I love watching reaction videos and shit. And I love to see people reacting to stuff that I'm like, like especially black people mm-hmm. reacting to things that they would have never heard. You mm-hmm. know, because we always kind of grew up thinking like, oh, that's a white thing. But when you actually sit down and listen to it, when you're talking about relating, motherfuckers, we all people. You know what I'm saying? True. We all True. fucking people, and they might word it a little differently. It might be, it might be packaged a little differently, but they be talking about the same fucking shit we talking about. Yeah, you know? and you can relate to it more than exactly. you believe. Like exactly, Gary was with me when I was going to like a very um, hostile situation. <laughs> he might remember what I'm talking about, and I was listening to Heat, you know, Fifty. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I wasn't going to shoot nobody, but. There was a situation where I felt like, you know, like I, I knew I wasn't going to fight the person either, um, especially because it was at like a specific job. But there was definitely like I had I, I had spice. I had the spice. I had the sauce and I was ready. Like, so I'm listening to like heat on the bus on the way there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it hyped me up. Um, but that's how I feel about uh, Get Rich or Die Trying and Reasonable Doubt. Because those two albums are, well, one is about aggression and one is about hustle. Yeah. It's not like I have to know about drug dealing to understand reasonable doubt. And when you listen to it, the way that Jay coded it, like I've heard some people say you have to be part of that life to understand. And I'm like, no, you don't. To understand his lifestyle, maybe his specific lifestyle, but to understand the music, no. That's why that album is so great. There's very specific things. Like, okay, it's like, I can't, it's not even like I can't relate to that. It's more so like because you can kind of relate to it, but you can't empathize with certain things. Like you're not gonna know the feeling of like actually really seeing a fiend, like really, really fiending. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen, and this is not from selling drugs or anything like that, but I've seen mother- very specific things that you like, you, like, like you. Some people never really gonna know what it. I mean, some people do. Like no matter where you come from, because. Mm-hmm. They have addicts in their family, so they're gonna know what a like how a fiend really behaves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you don't have to really know what it's like to hustle because everybody got their own like to hustle drugs because everybody got their own hustle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, even, like oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you don't have to know the line like um so deep feet so deep fiends could catch a freeze off my kneecaps. Can y'all believe that? You don't necessarily have to understand. What that look because if you're not a drug dealer, then you probably wouldn't understand what that line means. At yeah. all. I had to look it up like mad times to understand what the fuck he meant there. <laughs> but, but, um, when I was younger, of course, but you don't, you don't need to understand that line to understand the concept of dead presidents, like especially the, especially the first one. That one is very easy to understand. Um, now part two is a little more coded, but 
I mean, it's still you. You still can get the general sense of what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, um, G five. Is there is 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 there an artist you felt like you didn't relate to at all, but you felt you felt the the energy of their music, like you felt their story? Is there anybody who you could think of like that? Um, damn near everybody I listen to. Give me an example. Just one example, if you want. Um, I mean, I guess in a way, like, even, like, the whizzes and currencies, like you mentioned earlier, because, like, I don't smoke hella weed or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just feel they shit. Uh, well, I'm going to say to you about their music what I usually say to you about you and your personality. It's deeper than that. And you've said no, that. No, no, no. You know what I mean? No, I feel, no but, I'm, but I thought you were just talking about specifically about their lifestyle choices and everything else that, like, I don't necessarily relate to. Not their lifestyle choices. More just their, like, because even though Wiz smokes a lot of weed and that's part of his life, like, it's, like you said, it's a choice that he makes. I think his life in general is about much more than that. So I, that, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, like I mentioned 50. Well, I mean, like, even like 50 and all them too. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they, they live that gangster lifestyle, but, you know, they also hustling. They also just talk about beating the odds and everything right. else. Like, you know. Um, ah, that's like, your even, bad. But even, but even with them, it's like New York and everything like that. I understand New York, especially like as I got older and been in the city a lot more mm-hmm. and stuff like that and being like, around that environment a little bit it's like you know you you definitely can paint the picture a little bit better especially now that i'm older um is that why you like dipset so much is that why we all like dipset so much because <laughs> i feel like dipset is just the, i don't know they're just the niggas i don't know how to really describe it's so it's so hard to explain it it's like the like d minor said earlier right because in my head i wouldn't think he would like dipset but he liked dipset I think it's niggas just came out. I think I think it's because they come out saying shit so matter of factly. Mm. I think that's like they have so much confidence on their records. Like they don't even be saying like sometimes there'd be bars that's not super witty, nothing, but it's the most quotable shit ever. Like Mm -hmm. that's nigga shit. Like, it's, the, it's, it's the beginning line of Get Em Girl, where it's one of those songs where it was a single, and it's like, oh, this is a single. Like, remember back then when, well, like, we don't fuck with singles, but everybody was running around. I get the boosters boosting. I get the computers computing. No, he didn't even say computers computing. He said the computers putin. Y'all get shot at? Call me, I'll do the shoot. Everybody knew that beginning line. Everybody. They just had a certain swag to everything like they Yeah, did. there was a yeah. point in time though, like we were probably like we while I was like in seventh, eighth grade, you guys would have been six and seven when diplomats was like on top. Like that was everything, like um purple haze was out and mm-hmm. that Everybody was fucking, and everybody. I mean, I remember the white kids coming to school. They had fucking had a fucking um. This white white that. chick. I remember she was in my Spanish class. She had a fucking purple haze folder and shit. Like everybody yeah, was fucking re- with Dipset re- at that time. I remember the purple haze folder. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when everybody had the they they wore their bandana like Joelle's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember everybody. It was like literally, if you wore pink before that, no matter where you was, 
You got clout. Yeah. I don't care. And I know the people yeah. from down south, like, because I've heard people from down south try to front on diplomats. Don't act like y'all was wearing pink or no, y'all wasn't. Stop lying. Diplomats made y'all let y'all wear pink. Stop it. So they, so nobody wore pink. Camo wore a, a pink mink and drove around in a pink Bentley. And everybody was, and it was like, all right, well, he was able to do it. So we could all wear pink now. Like Yo. he literally revolutionized like colors. No lie. That's pink crazy. Low key becoming one of my favorite colors. Like not even as a joke. And I love that. So I was in ninth grade. Colors. I was in ninth grade, not eighth grade. But when the diplomats came out? No, I'm saying at the time I'm thinking about was was ninth when oh. I was in ninth grade. I'm diplomatic community came out when I think was volume two came out when I was like in seventh. Mm-hmm. But I think Purple Haze volume came two, out when yeah. I was in ninth year. And um, but another so to answer you, the question that you have with Gary, mm-hmm. I don't have a specific artist, but I will say I do like. I don't smoke weed. I mean, I've tried it a couple of times, but I don't, I never really been high like that. Mm-hmm. But I love listening to music about motherfuckers smoke weed. Like one of my favorite songs by Ludacris is um, Blueberry Yum Yum. Mm. Um, 50 Cent, High All The Time, even though it's not really about smoking weed, but- High All The Time I is fuck one of with the that greatest shit. rap records ever. Ever. I, I agree. Wow. But like songs about smoking wow. weed, for some reason, I really fuck with wow. them. So Wait, that's not no. a part of my lifestyle at all. D minor timeout. What, Michael, are we about to have a disrespectful moment? <laughs> are you about to say something crazy? Don't say something crazy. You're about to get me mad. What are you I about to say? I literally didn't say anything. You said wow when we said, said high all the time is one of the greatest hip hop records ever. It what was does dope. wow mean? No, what no, does it mean? I, Tell me. I'm literally about to answer. The wow is just like, the like the way you just like cut the conversation and paused it was like and by the way <laughs> that is one of the greatest rap okay. records of all time like, oh okay wow i just right. had to put the out I, I thought you were saying it wasn't are you saying it's not no i've okay. never really listened to the song so i can't comment on something wait I, wait I don't, I wait, wait. what do you what do you what I never really was into 50, man. We've been over this. I only listened to Get Rich or Die Try. And then it's on that album. What are you talking about? I forget songs. God. Damn. That's not a song you forget, though. Okay, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm not. Not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. The I'm, first, I'm, like... I should I not have said that. Please cut that the out. The first, like, however many songs you get to start trying. Wait, wait, hold on. Repeat what you said. Nah, I say in his defense, like the first however many songs and get rich without trying are all fucking like bangers, you know? Like the first 10 songs. But all high all the time is number six. That's what I'm saying. I know saying. what I'm saying. It might be hard oh to remember because he had yeah, fucking yeah, bangers. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Banger hey, let's see. It was, it, yo, the, the intro track was a banger. It was just a quarter drop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, there was What Up Gangsta. What Up Gangsta patiently wait in, in the club. No, um, how do you, how do you forget probably... Top five gangster rap song of all time, Many Men. Yes, no. I say yeah. I don't know. But well, we was on 50 last week, so let's move on to the next track. We were? Well, we mentioned him. I think the last two podcasts we you're talking about in terms of you talking about in terms of like just overall. Talking about overall what? What do you mean? You oh, you many mean the many men? Oh, you're talking about gangster. You said gangster rap, right? Yeah. Um I guess the feeling, well, I guess it would be overall, but the feeling of kind of what we were, what we were talking about earlier um, about like the lifestyle, when you hear many men, there's no question about the validity of many men. I mean, it, and to be honest, it's kind of about his, like the story, yeah, the 50 yeah. cent story. So there's certain gangster rap joints you hear. It's like, 
this makes me feel like like I know he's telling the truth here. That's what I mean. I mean, because I know like a lot of these young kids now, they be just somewhat snitching on themselves, talking about the, all these murder cases and <laughs> murders. That yeah, be going on because look, remember how you? I see- mean, there's validity to what they say. Yeah. but I'm just saying, like you know. But because the the art form of rap has changed, where people actually used to rap and they used to have to put shit in a clever way, would actually kind of disguise what they was talking about. You know, that's gone. So motherfuckers just be out there telling on themselves. 50 said whatever the fuck he said. Jay-Z said whatever, but they didn't tell on themselves because they crafted the song in a way which is just like, okay, he's saying this, but I don't really know if he's saying this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not outright admitting what they did. But these young niggas, because of the craft, the that you don't have to be clever when you write your raps anymore. You just get out there and say, they Yeah, say I went and killed the nigga last try night. To like, yeah. Try to, and try to mumble it. I no, killed a nigga too. last night. That's a lyric. Yeah, right, just like and, that. But remember, nah, they really dead ass saying niggas. Night. But I'm saying they dead ass saying niggas' names. They like, saying oh, niggas' names they and everything. Smoking, they Bro, smoking on. They wrapped deep. over like, you know the. They saying? wrapped over the the. If just see you, they rapped over that song and talked about killing niggas the entire chorus. Like I was listening to the song, like yo, this is the most. This is the most thugged out gangster shit I ever I mean, heard. I fuck, listen, man. I'm wait, wait, with some of the shit though. Like, wait, I but hold on. I wanted to mention this real quick, and then I'm gonna let y'all go and shut the fuck because I've been talking too long. The um, remember we had that combo about glorification. Yeah. And specifically you yeah. too, uh, G5 and D minor. Mm-hmm. And I, I realize what it is. It's not necessarily that they glorify now more than they did before. I think that the feeling of certain songs fit the feeling of what the subject was. For example, Michael, Squid. You know, well, I, well we all know the song Yonkers, right? <laughs> From Tyler. And that song... It sounds very creepy, and it is very creepy. And when you listen to what he's talking about, it can be considered creepy. But everything about it sounds creepy. When you hear many men, when I think of many men in the beat, it sounds like somebody's crying to me in my head because it's a very dark story, and it's really about 50 Cent's life. You know what I'm saying? When you hear You Must Love Me by Jay-Z, and he's talking about selling crack to his mom and shooting his brother and all of that. Like, it's a very, it sounds like a song where he's in, because I think uh, Kelly Price is on it. And it sounds like choirs in the background during the chorus. And it sounds like he's trying to repent for all his sins. Yeah. So it fitted. Now it's like, like I said, they're, they're sampling Miley Cyrus and talking about killing people. It's like, like what the hell? I will say, production <laughs> you know I mean? actually, like, you're all right, kind of adds Because sometimes if you just hear a beat, like, at least though, like, trap beats and, um, Drill beats, they kind of make it hard. Like, you can really only make one type of song, so at least it feels like one type of song, you know? No matter what they're putting on the beat, it feels like one type of song. Like, you you can rap on it. Like, you can rap whatever you want on it, but it feels like this way. But if you go, like, listen to some older beats, you might not even know the song. You're like, okay, this is some nigga reminiscing about the past. Like, I know that's yeah. going to be on this beat. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't so, know about it until right. they common sense. Act stupid with me. <laughs> Act like you ain't got no goddamn sense, dumbass mother. The PTA Prona Argue Podcast.